0: I worry that America will follow a similar trajectory to what Rome did, by trashing everything that made them special in the first place in order to become the world's hegemon. I'm not worried at all about the U.S. as a player on the world stage, being replaced by India or China. Those countries have incredibly serious problems we don't hear about. The U.S. remains technologically, economically, socially, militarily, and culturally dominant today, while it is entirely self-sufficient for resources, has the most stable demographics of any country in the developed world, it is also the most religious, which carries a lot of benefits. America could very easily rule the world for the next 500 years. Nations are held together by common blood, shared goals, shared enemies, and shared political systems. Rome became a giant multi-ethnic empire, lost its religion, defeated all its enemies, and became an authoritarian socialist state. One-third of Americans are non-religious, we've defeated the Indians, Nazis, or Soviets, and we are becoming less and less of a functioning democracy every day. so afraid of his Pretorian. Fear and wonder. Powerful combination. You really think the people are going to be seduced by that? I think he knows what Rome is. Rome is the mob. Comes will conjure magic for them and they'll be distracted. They'll take away their freedom and still their war. The beating heart of Rome is not the marble of the Senate. It's the sand of the Colosseum. You bring them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheepkey Sheared Podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed, and ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I appreciate you making it into the show today. I know I've finally got my video up and running again, and you might notice some changes as we go into the show, but. I'm excited to be here, honestly. I know I've been doing things a little differently, but I'm happy to be back. So, we're talking about a topic that I know I'm not the first to discuss this, but regardless, we're going to dive into it, because I think there's a lot of merit to discussing it. And for those of you who think you've heard it all, you haven't, because you haven't heard me, Austin Creed. So here's what we're going to do today. I'm going to draw a direct parallel between ancient Roman Empire and the modern American Empire, because look, if you don't think America is an empire, please turn off the show. You're very uneducated, all right. I ain't got time for. I don't got time to catch you all the way up to where we currently are. If you don't understand what America represents, if you don't understand how many symbols, how many institutions, and how many even linguistic, act like linguistic attitudes and expressions we've adopted from the Romans, the Greeks, then you have no idea what country you're living in, okay? You don't, you have no idea. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna explain to you how Rome got to where it is, how it fell, and why America's almost verbatim matching it. Oh, and don't worry, I'll be digging very direct parallels, okay? Because here's how it worked for Rome. And I know some of you probably don't agree with me That there's not a correlation I, I guarantee you You're thinking to yourself He's talking about Rome how-, how is this possible? I know that's what you're thinking right now But that's okay Because here's what we're going to do I'm mean, Here's what I'm going to do for y'all today Taxes Slavery Unemployment And diseases All contributed to the fall of Rome But if you look at modern day America Guess what we have? What do we have? You might be saying, lost and we don't have slavery. Taxes ain't that bad. Uh, Unemployment's getting better. And diseases, we just got through it, so we're not going anywhere. Well, my friends, I mean, if you're using that logic, then yes, you would be correct. Here's a problem. We have our own problems that are actually very similar. Because guess what we have now? We have, and I wrote this down. I didn't want to forget this. I thought it was brilliant. We have inflation, debt, Unions and immigration. Now, you might still be saying you're not sold. You might still be convinced that I'm not telling you the truth or that I'm wrong. Or you might have you might have this attitude. One thing, Pedro, though, Can't blame this one on the white man. What am I saying? Lower side. Yeah, that might be your attitude too. I don't know where you're at today, but here's what we're gonna look at. I present to you exhibit A, the union strikes going on. Yes, that's correct. He might be saying, how can you equate the two? Well, number one, Biden went there the other day. I don't know if you saw that. Didn't make it to your local newspaper. I Hopefully it did. Because I, I, from what I saw, they made a very big deal about it. It was, oh, he was the first president to join the picket line. He cares so much about the people. Well, they said the same thing about Caesar when he threw him bread before they realized that the bread was their bread that was made from their grain that they were paying in taxes. Mmm. Yeah, that's right. Look, look we got the United Auto Workers, which I think everybody's been hearing about the auto workers. We got the people on Wall... We got the people... Not Wall Street. We got the people, the Riders Guilds of Hollywood. Uh... I heard something about Waffle House was doing it, too, as if, you know, everybody got to get in on this action. Now, I understand. You might be saying, Austin, what's wrong with the unions? There's nothing wrong with unions. There might not have been anything wrong with your grandfather's trade union. However, my friends, here's the issue. You want to know what the issue is? Here's the issue. Oh, you didn't know about this, did you? Karl Marx and Frederick Engels believe that unions were essential to the formation of the working class. I'll, for those of you who don't know anything about communism, socialism, the works of uh, Engels, Marx, Lenin, all those, you know, Das Kapital, um, the Communist Manifesto, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They had these two ideas. They had the bourgeoisie and the proletariat. They were convinced. That there'd be people on top and then people on the bottom. But it was all about the workers of the world unite. Yeah, that's what unions are. The power to the people type thing going on. Yes. In fact, but here's a problem. It doesn't bring power to the people. It's a fraud. It is a lie. Why do I say that? Well, let's go back to the union strikes do people I'm gonna try to educate y'all who don't understand because maybe you weren't educated or or maybe you just think you deserve everything for nothing but I wanna explain something to y'all hold on give me one second unions and people who think that oh as a worker I do so much and I deserve to have an equal pay to the person who's running the joint and I need to make sure that I'm getting paid this that and the other thing I, it's my right it is my right that I get paid that Here's my response to that. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Because you don't understand how the world works. You don't understand the risk that owners take. You don't understand how they have to invest in their product. They had to invest in their services. And yeah, you might see them winning right now. In the early days, they were running a deficit. They are in debt. They are fighting tooth and claw to get everything that they currently have. But you're talking about how you would deserve that too. Hmm. Are, are you going to take a cut when they're... Say let's say they lose money on the quarter, right? Are you going to take a quarter cut in your salary? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Well, of course you wouldn't. But yet you want that quarter raise when you do better. Make that one make sense. So you don't take on the risk. But you want all the reward you didn't sow the seeds but you believe it's your right to reap the rewards that's called a sin that's transgression of the natural law sin is transgression of the law usually used in the context of hey this is transgression of god's law however it's transgression of the law nonetheless whether it's god's law or it's nature's law makes no difference it is still transgression of the law and you will pay if you break the law may not pay now might not be tomorrow but it will happen you mark my words it just it infuriates me to talk. look i'm not done by the way if you think that was the only thing i got for you inflation is through the roof Did you're forgetting about that one inflation is getting so bad that you have guys like Jimmy Butler, yeah, the guy who plays well in the Bulls, complaining about gas prices, even though he makes millions of dollars a year, and he complains about gas prices. Again, in case you missed it, Jimmy Butler, a very high-status guy who makes millions of dollars, is complaining about how bad gas is. Can you believe this? Send it. It's a grap. I mean, come on. Even celebrities are complaining about this now. But, of course, we have, apparently it only affects, it's, it's not a big deal. You know, the government says it's getting better, so it has to be getting better, right? Except you got everybody and their grandma out here saying, <laughs> And yet, for some reason, it's supposed to be all good. Nothing to see here. Move, move, move along. When everybody around you was saying, Because that's how bad the world is getting. But here we go. Again, I can't make this stuff up. I see it around me all the time. But yet, here we have it. And my friends, look. I don't say this because I want to be a Debbie Downer. I say it because you need to be aware of what's going on. Now, you might be asking me, what does this have to do with Rome? Well, just look at the second clip that I played at the beginning of the show. Rome is the Rome was the mob. America is becoming the mob. Do you see the minority crime wave happening? Oh, did I say minority crime wave? Yeah, I said minority crime wave. If you want to call me a racist, go ahead, make my day. Tell me I'm wrong, because you can't. I'm not saying they're the only ones committing the crimes. I'm saying if you look at what's happening, it's out of control. And so if you want to get mad, get mad. I prefer to get right and be correct But I can already hear it I can hear it right now As soon as I say minority crime wave I can hear it I know what's happening That's okay But here's the thing It's causing stores to close in those neighborhoods and that's going to cause the options and the quote equality to go away because they won't have the jobs available to them. And then they'll complain about the jobs that got taken out of the community that was driven away by the low class individuals who were destroying the opportunities that people were using. And then here's what they're going to say. One thing for though, can't blame this round the white man. What do to say? oh was I- See? It's exactly what they're going to say. But my friends, look. I've only gone through two. I got more to go. I only got through two. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one on the show. Here it is. The immigration issue. Now, my friends. If you think that immigration is not a big deal, you're not paying attention. You don't know what the hell is going on. Because look at this, you have the, the government media complex is in overdrive to make sure that you don't see this correlation. They don't want to pretend like, look, oh, let's read this story about eight months after she arrived in New York city with her two elementary age daughters, a 30 year old single mom. Oh, here we go. 30 year old Beatrice has gone from a person alone and adrift in a strange land In other words, she's an illegal. In she's an she's an immigrant, whether illegal or legal. I'm. She doesn't. This article does not say that I've seen. After escaping her native Venezuela, to a difficult, she's now become a hardworking matriarch for her extended family, as as other members have arrived here. Stop lying. Again, this narrative of as if the single mom is like. Oh, she's a sacred cow because she's a single mom. Where's the father? Where's the father? Again, in, for every story like this, which I'm hesitant to believe, by the way, it doesn't say that she's not on any government assistance. Oh, they didn't mention that. Most likely, they're on government assistance because most legally immigrants are. Look at the data. If you want to get mad. If you want to say this. Go and look at the statistics instead of getting mad about something you know nothing about. And I do because it's my business to know. The illegal immigration is out of control. Look at this. says when she got there last fall and walked around for two weeks before finding herself a job as a cook. Hey, that's great. Around 18,000 asylum seekers were staying in 46 emergency shelters and, and hotels sponsored by New York City. And the taxpayers are paying for this. The taxpayers are paying for this. Can you believe this? They're paying for this. Why? Why are tar- Why are taxpayers paying for illegal aliens and asylum? So-called asylum seekers. Why are they paying for that? You mean? Oh, I know why they're doing it. L- let me. Let me. Uh, try to word this in a way that won't get me in too much trouble, but yet yeah, you can still see it correctly. Okay. Um. Let me put it to you like this. There's no voter ID laws technically in the country. So what do you think all these people are coming in for and the government is paying for them? You think the government is just full of good people who want to do the right thing, who care so much about people, even though they don't. You would never find anybody that with that much melanin in their neighborhood. We'll pretend for a second that that's not true and that they love all of the immigrants. Even though they live in the richy rich places and uh, nobody of that skin color would be caught dead in, in these um, politicians' neighborhoods, but we'll pretend like they actually care about them. Uh, what do you think they're here for? Oh, well, they're here for the economy, Austin. Yeah, man, they're here for the economy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, I think they're here for votes. Oh, did I say that? D- did I say they're here for votes? Yes, that's exactly what I said. I can't help but notice that the presidential election when when, uh, when uh, Joe Biden, the most legitimately elected president in American history, just so happened to win. The, the immigration, the illegal immigration rate just happened to be really high and uh, happened to win by a certain amount of votes in certain places that have really high immigration rates. Ooh, ooh. Oh, oh am, I not, am I not supposed to see that? They can't stop dead people from voting. You really think they're gonna stop the illegal aliens from voting? The nice, the nice Karens with tennis shoes that they bought off Amazon are gonna stop the illegal alien drug dealer with tattoos on his eyeballs from, from not voting? Are you ju- Are you kidding? You think they're gonna risk their neck and they're gonna end up saying? Of course they're not. I mean, let's be honest here. And then that's only three of them. Again, let's go back to what I said earlier. Taxes, slavery, unemployment, and disease. Uh, You might say, Austin, we have no slavery today. Well, technically speaking, yes, you are correct. However, what is it like to be in a really extreme debt in this country? Would you not say being in extreme debt as you're basically a debt slave, right? You, you owe your life to the government or whether it's a student loan debt or maybe you owe it to a, a bank or a corporation who's o- who owns your credit card debt or your mortgage. Well, so many Americans live in debt. Back in the day, that was called indentured servitude, which we would now classify today as slavery. But the only difference between having... Ch- the difference now is instead of having chains on your wrists, you have a lien against your house. You have uh, a chain around your neck because if you don't pay up, they end up hanging you by your own petard. By the by, their gold. The golden faction runs the country, and I know a lot of people like to say that it's really referring to Jews. No, I'm a Jew. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that people who have the money always will have all pretty much always have the money, and when it comes down to it. You are, if you are in debt, you are a slave because you're not free. If you, and that's why that gets you to keep working in your dead end job because you need it to keep the lights on. You need it to keep the, uh, the government off your doorstep and you need it to pay off your, your debt or the money to take your house, your car, your kids and everything else. How is that in different from being in chains? Please. I'd like to know what the difference is. And before anybody comes in here and starts to say, one thing for sure though, can't blame this round the white man. What am I saying? Of course I can. And before anybody wants to come in here and say that, uh, this was a group effort. Everybody fell for this. Everybody fell for the narrative of buying a house, getting married, uh, taking on a ton of student loan debt, all this stuff, they, everybody fell for that because that's the programming you've been fed. But I find it rather curious, going back to the examples of the Roman Empire, I find it interesting they talk about the external enemies of, um, of old Rome. You know, they talk about the barbarians, they talk about the North, Af- North African conquests, they talk about how they just were constantly expanding and expanding and expanding. But once they stopped, Rome turned on itself. And make no mistake about it, Rome did not die. It did not pass peacefully away. It was assassinated. And America is being assassinated, not just by the left, but by both the left and the right. However, one is more direct versus one is more, a little more sneaky about it. Look, you can disagree with you if you want, but you need to show up with receipts and facts. And I don't want to hear anything about how this this group needs to be blamed, that group needs to be blamed. The blame is not the issue. It's the issue that it's happening, and we need to understand why it's happening so we can fix it, so we can try to rectify the potential requiem that's coming for us. And I don't want it to happen, by the way. I want it to be avoided, but it's coming out as a warp speed. And if America falls and Uncle Sam goes into retirement, the world will fall into a dark age just as it did when Rome fell. My friends, I want you to understand the severity of the situation you're living in and the, and the times you find yourself in. Don't just laugh about this or say it was educational. I want you to actively go out there and prepare for what's going, what could go down. You need to take care of yourself. You need to not take on dead weight. If you're a single guy, don't get married right now. Don't take on more debt than you can handle. If you're a woman, ladies, find a guy, that the best guy you can, and hang on to him. Because guess what? Rent's going to be due. Your credit card debt's going to get called. Your student loan debts are going to kick back in here. The rent moratoriums are going away. What are you going to do? The barbarian is already coming for you. What are you going to do? Because he ain't going to negotiate. He's going to take what's his. What are you going to do to stop him? That's what you're going to decide for yourself. Because make no mistake about it. We're not far away from it. We're not far away from the doom that's coming. And it makes me sad to even say that. But unfortunately, it's true. My friends. You need to understand what's happening to you. Don't just live in your little corner of the world or your little corner of the country and pretend like it's not going to happen and bury your head in the sand like an ostrich no you need to understand what's happening and you need to be prepared i want you to be ready and be educated of what could happen tomorrow next year next month because as the election creeps up on us we will see more violence in the streets We will see more demagoguery coming from the pulpit. We will see more dysfunction, excuse me, and more propaganda from the government media complex than we have in a long time. Every four years, we see it. And every time about this time, about this time, October, November, is when we start hearing more about this. One thing, Dom. Can't blame this round the white man. What am I saying? Oh, it's our kid. And if you keep blaming other people instead of saying, hey, how can we come together? We're gonna, we're gonna get divided and conquered. And I don't want that to happen. And I know you don't want that to happen. And if you do, then you're not an American. You're a traitor. My friends, in the meantime, I want you to just become educated, look up what you could do, what might happen, pick up biblical bachelor. If you want to know if you're a single guy and you want to learn how to live a lifestyle that's sustainable and be educated about the lies of the world, pick up biblical bachelor book by yours truly, Austin Creed, very pretty short read. It's available for pre-order on Amazon. Uh, I'll leave a link to it in the description of the video. But my friends, you need to educate yourself and know what you're facing and know what steps you'll take next because it could save your future and anybody's future who's attached to you. My friends, God bless you. God bless your family and God bless America. We're out of here. Enjoy your week. Peace.